All right. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the State Water Planning Council podcast. And uh, actually, this is our our second one. Our first one was actually almost two years ago uh, in February. And uh, then came March, and then came COVID, and uh, the wheels came off, uh, and so forth. But uh, uh, with us on the line, we have our uh, chairman of the Water Planning Council, Commissioner Mr. John Jack Bukowski, uh, and also on the line with us, uh, I believe she's uh, stuck on someplace on 84, but uh, our branch chief from the State Health Department, Ms. Lori Matthews. So welcome, guys. Thanks for coming on and taking time and uh, uh, giving us a, a, a recap of uh, where the Water Planning Council is since we last uh, met and uh, go from there. So whoever wants to jump in, go ahead at it. Well, I guess I'll, I'll start and then I'll turn it over to Lori. First, Dave, thanks very much for having Lori on the uh, podcast. A very important uh, way to get the information uh, up the work of the council out to the public. And I cannot believe it's been almost two years. <laughs> I know, really. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's just incredible. But we have not uh, stopped our work, and, uh, I, and I also can't believe it's uh, going on eight years since this, this, this piece of legislation was uh, uh, passed, or the money, I should say, uh, the million dollars was allow- allocated to, to do the plan. Uh, yep. But we still have the, the council intact uh, with myself and, and Lori from Public Health and Graham Stevens from the Department of Energy and Environmental Protection, and uh, we also have... Uh, Martin Heft, who is an uh, acting um, undersecretary to Office of Policy Management. And I should give a shout-out uh, today to uh, uh, Deputy Commissioner Betsy Wingfield, who uh, was very integral part of this whole planning process, was retired. I think today is her, today or Friday was her last day. I know we had a, a Zoom retirement party for her uh, last uh, week, and I, I, I want to thank Betsy for her years of contributions to um, water in general, in the Water Planning Council, and wish her the best in, in retirement. Yes. But we continue to have the council. We have weekly, um, I'm sorry, monthly meetings, you know, first uh, Tuesday of the month at uh, 1.30. And, of course, they've all been remote for the, almost the last two years. And uh, we have uh, our implementation group, uh, who is chaired by Virginia DeLima and uh, uh, Dave. Uh, from formerly from Connecticut, uh, Dave, Dave Radka, Radka formerly yep. from Connecticut Water Company, mm-hmm. and uh, that is uh, moving along very nicely. And then we have our Water Planning Council advisory group, uh, Alicia, uh, Alicia Alicia Sharmack and uh, Dan Lawrence from Aquarian are, are heading that up. So a lot a lot is going on. Um, we're looking towards uh, conservation efforts and and. Uh, uh, always looking towards the uh, protection of uh, watershed property. People are very uh, con- concerned about that. We're always looking at uh, ways to protect it and to prohibit from getting around the law the way it's written in terms of protecting deaths, uh, the, the uh, watershed property. Right. And um, just as a form, we're, we're really a form to, for all types of water issues now, and we're also monitoring very closely what's coming out of the federal infrastructure program. We still have a real challenge in the state in terms of, uh, and Lori knows this better than I do, in terms of uh, water uh, pipes and the need to replace them. And uh, so with that, why don't I turn it over to Lori for a few minutes, and then I'll come back. Sure, that'd be great. 
All right, Laura, you're still there. How you doing? How's it trip? I, I am. <laughs> I am. Awesome. And, just and Jack, up thank my, you. On my iPad, Lori, there's a traffic jam. If you have <laughs> Yes, thank you. I, I've actually made it into the uh, oh good the garage uh, here at, at at the Department of Public Health. It, it, first of all, and I'll echo what Jack um, just mentioned, Dave. Thank you so much for um, uh, working on this effort. It is uh, very important to. Uh, be able to express the work that we do uh, within the Water Planning Council. As Jack mentioned, it's been since 2014 um, when the statute, the state law passed and the funding was provided to put together the first state water plan, which is what we're working under. And as Jack mentioned, all of the good work on behalf of the many volunteers that participate, 90 95% of the people that come and are part of our meetings and part of our organization are volunteers. Sure. And so we want to um, say a word uh, of thank you to everyone that comes that is, uh, spends their time, uh, provides their level of expertise, um, have many, many meetings on a variety of topics, as Jack mentioned, within the state water plan. It covers, it's over 650 pages. <laughs> it is, but the, the, the good thing about it, there is, if people are interested, there is a, a summary page, and then there's like a 10-page summary that gets into a little bit more detail. Mm -hmm. But all of that information can be found on our website. Yep. Um, just by Googling the Connecticut state water plan, you could find very excellent website uh, that has the plan itself there electronically, and uh, people can take a look at it. Again, there's a summary, there's a quick summary, then there's a, um, a longer summary. And essentially the plan is really to balance all needs within the state of Connecticut. Uh, there's a lot of needs for water, and um, as Jack mentioned, there's a number of efforts that we work on. One that's been a consistent effort is water conservation. Um, so there's a lot of work, and, and again, Dave, I want to say thank you for having us on. Well, it's it's a team effort. I know I'm uh, part of the Water Planning Advisory Group, and I'm I always attend all the planning council meetings and so forth. And uh, uh, you know, you guys have been doing a yeoman's job of uh, you know keeping all the balls in the air. And there's so many moving pieces, you know, from the environmental side to the conservation side. So, I mean, there's a lot of, uh, uh, like you say, with over 700 pages in the plan, there's a lot in there and so forth that, uh, you know, uh, and a lot of valuable information. And again, all of all of the volunteers and, and so forth. And I think, uh, you know, Jack highlighted, you know, one, one of the things that, uh, you know, at the top of the broadcast here that, uh, you know, Betsy is uh, has been on the Water Planning Council and uh, she's retiring, and uh, yeah. and as, as you know, uh, Laura, you're going to be coming on a little bit, uh, and and that is going to be one of the uh, daunting issues that we have to deal with in the water and wastewater industry, as uh, as we call the the gray tsunami of people retiring, and all of that uh, you know knowledge base walking out the door uh, and so forth. But we got to, uh, and that's been one of my mantras for for many many years of trying to refill that pipeline of uh, people to take our place. <laughs> As we uh, move on, uh, as far as 
that goes. So, uh, Jack, thank you so much for mentioning that. But, uh, uh, you know, uh, I've been in the, in the industry, uh, well, I'm, I'm going on, uh, approaching 50 years with the town of Portland. So it's, uh, I've been around a few years <laughs> from there. You, you have, David, and you have been, you've been a consistent support of our efforts on the, uh, on the water planning council from the planning and development of it and the, uh, implementation of it, and uh, we we appreciate your efforts. And you're right. I mean, we're all kind of holding our breath in terms of what's going to happen uh, in d July 1st of uh, this year. Sure. For all of our departments in terms of people um, leaving. Uh, the baby boomers are, are getting towards retirement. So um, it's going to be uh, a real challenge. One of the things I just want to talk about briefly, and Lori can, can jump in this too, our we did have, a, and you know this, David, we had a workshop last uh, spring with uh, Marianne Dickerson to talk about uh, water efficiency and water efficiency standards. Yes. And uh, we now have a, a group um, headed up for, with uh, Brenda Watson from, uh, she spearheaded this from Operation uh, Fuel, uh, which is, to, to their credit, that getting involved not only in electric and gas uh, energy conservation efforts, but also in water conservation efforts, and uh, we're looking at um, standards, uh, particularly fixtures, uh, water fixture standards uh, in the state of Connecticut, and working with the uh, Department of Consumer Protection and Department of Administrative Services to perhaps come up with some uh, legislation uh, this year. I believe, and Lori can correct me if I'm wrong, I think we're the only state that has not modified or strengthened uh, those standards. Rather, it's going to happen this year. I don't know. As, as Lori knows as well as I do, it's been a short session. Right. Uh, it's an election year. Uh, I don't know uh, what's what's going to happen, but I know that it's one of the priorities of, of the council, and we've been working on it. Sure. I don't know if Lori wants to add to that. Yeah, I think the session is is, is going to be maybe, maybe a little more than two weeks. Is that is that true? I, I, I don't think we the had... session's because it starts the... Uh, I think it's the ninth, February ninth. It starts. I know, and it's and it's going to be short. I know we had a, our legislative meeting with Betsy uh, Gara uh, last week and so forth, and that was uh, she had mentioned that this is going to be an extraordinarily short session, so we're going to have to cram a lot in a, a little bit of time. Anyway, Laura, you still there? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yes, I am. Laurie, did you so it's a. Lord you want to talk about the fixture legislation and how we're trying to do something with that? Well, it, uh, at this point, I know that um, there's some work going on. Um, I, the, uh, the group itself has focused in with the help of uh, the Alliance for Water Efficiency, um, uh, formerly headed up by Marianne Dickinson, who's well-known across the country and the world uh, and her efforts for water conservation, that that a big, and I'll, I'll tie it back to the state water plan, um, again, a big part of the plan was a focus on conservation and not wasting the water supplies that we have, um, and it's also, it's also an eye toward uh, energy efficiency and the use of our water supplies that that we work really hard to protect, as Jack mentioned previously. We have a number of state laws uh, in our state that protect our drinking water supplies like no other across the country. And so with all of that water um, 
it needs to not be wasted. And that was a big part of what the state water plan, uh, one, of the, one of the top five or six items that came out of the water supply plan. Moving that effort forward uh, this session, I'm, I'm unsure where that is at this particular moment, but there's a lot of effort uh, from many people who have concerns uh, for water conservation and a couple of you know, other items that have come up which includes um, or testing, testing of, of private wells, uh, location of private wells. We had a small work group led by Dr. Mike Dietz out of UConn and actually drafted a, we have a very good paper on the topic about uh, private wells in the state of Connecticut where there's over 325,000 private wells, 325,000 private wells. Um, serving about 820,000 people. So the state water plan, um, one of the priority items was to focus in on location and testing and getting a better understanding of both uh, within our state of Connecticut. So um, there, is, there is a lot of work there within, within that 650-page document. And, uh, and again, uh, if it wasn't for the efforts of a lot of people, the volunteers and people who, who care deeply about water, um, I do want to say a, a few words about Betsy Wingfeld um, and her retirement. I think today is, in fact, like her last day. Um, I and so, yeah. we, Jack and I have, you know, we've worked with her for a very long time within the Water Planning Council, um, and she has been um, an enormous, uh, you know, expert and someone you could always count on to move the ball forward um, and work together on drinking water and water in general and minimum stream flow. And so, you know, we want to, as she retires and, and leaves state government, we are, we're just, we're all better off that she was here and she was able to work with us and, and focus um, and had a wonderful career. And um, it's sad to see her, sad to see her go because of you know, losing that, the decades of expertise and, as Jack mentioned, the retirements are are enormous. The people who are leaving the level of expertise, and, and Betsy is one of them. Absolutely. And so we're dearly going to miss her. Well, I think the state of Connecticut, as you, you know as well as I do, has been at the forefront, you know, in getting back to the, you know, the, the conservation thread that, you know, uh, as you know, Marianne Dickerson was, uh, you know, was the... Uh, actually a champion of uh, the state of Connecticut was the first state in the country that actually handed out conservation kits. Uh, and that was a huge, huge endeavor uh, and so forth. And uh, we're still, you know, way ahead of the curve in relation to, you know, where a lot of other states are as far as that goes. And to, to Connecticut's credit and obviously the expertise that uh, Marianne has brought to the table and still brings to the table, even though, again, she's kind of uh, 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 Officially retired, but not retired, you know, so we no. you want, we, still, we definitely want to keep her in the loop. We want to keep, she's, she's definitely, go, she's going to be around until we get these, uh, this new, this legislation update in, in, in Connecticut. I think Lori would agree with me. Yes, exactly, exactly. Yeah. 
you know, but, uh, you know, to go from there. Well, that's, that's great. Uh, is there, are there any other initiatives that, you know, I know, uh, with the advisory group, uh, we've got some, uh, you know, watershed protection stuff that, uh, we're talking about and, uh, other stuff in, in, in relation to that, that is going to kind of, uh, uh, you know, bubble to the top, uh, in, in, in the coming months. Well, one, one of the things that we're talking about is that, you know, we put this plan together and as you know, uh, Lori and Dave, there was so much work going into this plan and to just kind of talk about it again in terms of, as you know, we went around, we spent a lot of time going around the state. Another person that was uh, one of our unsung heroes who's retired is uh, Dave Lavasser from the uh, former Undersecretary Office of Policy and Management, yes. who, uh, as we all know, um, uh, has, has retired, but has, has, was really an integral part of this as we've made our way around the entire state of Connecticut holding forums and workshops and, and, and just to get everybody's uh, fingerprints, if you will, on, on the plan. And, and it, was, uh, it wasn't something that we just sat around one day to, to put it together. We spent a lot of time and effort, as, as you both know, putting this, putting this together. Now, leading up to that, we're looking at having some type of uh, full-time uh, position uh, a water plan coordinator or czar, whatever you want to call it. And right. a lot of time and effort is going uh, into that uh, with the implementation. Uh, work group has set up a, a subgroup um, to, to look at that and to analyze uh, what we need. And, of course, uh, as we all know, state government uh, sometimes moves slowly with these type of things. And uh, where do we get the money? How do we ho- Where do we house it? And uh, who do they really report to, which I hope will be, the Water Planning Council, right? Um, and we're looking towards uh, my personal date. I think we brought this up the last Water Planning Council meeting is that we uh, look towards July first, twenty twenty two, to make that happen. Right. Uh, I'm I'm excited about that because we have a wonderful group of volunteers. And sure. You being one of them, Dave, and that have have put this uh, work very very hard and it's very passionate about it. But Lori and I both have other responsibilities, certainly. Uh, at a responsibility, and water's not the only utility discipline I deal with, so we need to get a, a full-time person sure. uh, to assist us. Laura, I don't know if you want to add to that. Yes, Jack, so it, it's one of the efforts that the state water plan recognized way back when, when the legislature approved the plan in 2019. It was one of the cornerstones. It was well understood that we needed to have a full-time staff that would be supported in some manner. <laughs> there wasn't much uh, of a plan put together when the plan was, was being finalized about how we would do it. But we are, as Jack mentioned, moving that forward at this, at this time. It is uh, an important effort. Um, and again, as, as we mentioned, you know, Dave, you're one of the longtime volunteers. Uh, there's many volunteers. Sure. And, um, while you know Jack, myself, Graham, and Martin that represent the Water Planning Council, um, we're, we do need somebody with a consistent focus to help work with all of the committees, all the work groups, and and keep a consistent focus on on the priorities and move them forward. So we're really looking forward uh, to that effort for uh, for sure. Um, and also, I wanted to I wanted to mention one other work effort that uh, Martin Heff, the Undersecretary at OPM, but also the OPM representative to the Water Planning Council, has been working very hard with his team 
of staff um, within OPM on the drought plan. And uh, we take very seriously uh, drought in the state of Connecticut. We have a drought plan. Uh, it's a group of many state agencies and federal agencies that come together on a consistent basis. But to have a, a plan that's updated, um, Martin has been working um, very consistently with the group to, uh, to address comments that were received, mm -hmm. um, comments specifically after the 2016 drought and the need to sharpen that plan. Um, as, as any planner knows, there's always a need to sharpen any plan. Oh, for um, sure. Constant plans uh, shouldn't sit on the shelf. Plans need to be updated, and, um, and then they, they need to be implemented. Sure. So there's another big effort going on in drought planning as well. Well, and that's the thing. That's all again part of the, the piece of the bigger puzzle. You know, when you start putting all of these uh, uh, intricate parts together and making it all happen, and, and again, uh, kudos to you guys for putting that 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 plan together and implementing it. Is uh, again, uh, no no, uh, it's kind of a hard deal. You know, and working with that and keeping the all the balls in the air and everybody in line to go from there. So. Uh, I think uh, our, our next Water Planning Council meeting, is that, is that tomorrow, Jack? Yes, it is. Yes. Uh, t tomorrow, one one thirty. Yeah. And, uh, again, we're always open to the uh, public, and uh, we always have time for the public to comment at the beginning and at the end of the meeting, and it's always a, a full agenda. And then we have the uh, Water Planning Council Advisory Group, which I believe is the second in it's on our it's on our water planning council. I yes. Say this, the second Tuesday, and then the um, implementation group, I believe, is the fourth. So, and then there's subcommittees in, in between. But it, it, there's there's a lot there's a lot going on, and I, I'm glad Lori brought up that the, the drought planning because you know now, of course, we have lots of snow and we have yes. lots of rain this year. But boy, Lori and I have both, and so you, Dave, lived through yes. uh, summers when we have not had a, a lot of water and it gets really scary yeah and we have we have to be re ready for that in the future and people just think uh it just it's like putting on an electric switch the power just happens well water is we have water in reservoirs but if you use too much we have to look at uh, conservation efforts uh, for that as well sure absolutely i remember the drought remember we had the uh, the pipeline going down the side of the uh, the uh, Merritt parkway there my god for a little bit uh, wheeling water, uh, as far as we, that. but that's right. I mean, we had a, we had it was so bad, I and mean, you know, and of course, Southwest Connecticut. Even with Southwest Connecticut, if my memory serves me correctly, that one third of the state uses as much power as the other two thirds of the state. If right. I remember correctly, a statistic that came out um, years ago, and uh, I'll tell you, water uh, uses it isn't too far behind there. Did sure. You say, Lori. Yes, yeah, so I I would agree. I would agree. Um, and, and that's why conservation is so important, and and that's why you you hear Jack and I <laughs> talk a lot about oh, yeah. water conservation and the efforts and the measures that need that we believe and the plan points to the need to make some uh, investment and the need to make some change. Yep. And it, as Jack mentioned, it's not only conserving the water, but it's also the energy. Sure. Uh, the enormous amount of energy it takes to move water, uh, to treat the water. Uh, to supply the water and all the all the effort uh, that it takes to address a drought sure is is quite significant uh, so uh, 
to move to move forward water conservation in in a way that is meaningful is is one of the um again a cornerstone of the state water plan yeah well i think that's that's the thing you know keeping all again keeping all those balls in the air and uh keeping you know the ship going in one direction that's uh and and fortunately connecticut again has been at the forefront of that and uh you know it's uh, always work to do and uh which is great you know and uh we're all it's a team effort and everybody's on the team you know pushing the ball forward so go from there so all right. Well, I think, uh, Jack, I think what we can do is, uh, uh, again, I was, I was speaking uh, to Lori prior to, to going live here and would like to uh, kind of reinvigorate this uh, Water Planning Council podcast and maybe oh, we, can, we can get uh, a series of six going and whether we do it, uh, uh, you know, uh, once a month, uh, every other month, or maybe maybe we could do it after a water planning council meeting. We can huddle up and uh, get on a podcast and go from there. I, that's a great idea. I think I think uh, what we should do is uh, make after a water planning council meeting, um, we can report out to your, your listening group and let them know what's going on, and always ask for people's uh, input in terms of the whole water planning process. So we can uh, hopefully get something on your schedule in the near future. Again. That'd Thank be, you for this. I think it's so important. Oh, that'd be great. And as we get this post-process, what I'll do is uh, I will get this off to you guys, and uh, maybe you can get it right on the uh, Water Planning Council website uh, so people can, uh, you know, hear the information that uh, it's all great information, and it's uh, podcasting right now is, is, a, is an awesome vehicle to get information out to the public. I love it. Thank you. Fantastic. Jack, thank you so much. We have our uh, chairman of our Water Planning Council, okay, Mr. Jack Bukowski, uh, uh, and our head of our, our branch chief from the State Health Department, Ms. Lori Matthew, and uh, this is our Connecticut Water Planning Council podcast here at the uh, Town Tech Educational Podcast Studio. I'm your host, Dave Kosminski, and uh, we want to thank you all, and uh, stay tuned for uh, more from the State Water Planning Council. Thanks. Thank you very much.